they can simply get the Supreme Court to just let it go. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And the perfect law is gone. <laughs> anyway. Stop it. Now I can't hear myself very well. <clears throat> well, that's weird because yours is literally maxed out. <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, the master better? volume. Yes. Better? Yeah, that's much better. Are you good now? Sure. Are you sure? Probably. Uh, welcome to the Naked Apple. Somebody has hid the email from me, so I don't have the links. In what? here, who would do such a thing? Who would do such a thing? <laughs> it was a run by fruiting. Um, <laughs> run by fruiting. There it is. I found it. I f- found it. Ah, great. Probably should have uh, checked the audio on this to make sure it was working right. Oh, it's probably not. Probably not. Because <laughs> that's how things go. When you just start from scratch. Decent chance <laughs> that it is not, in fact, working at all. Where the crap did the email go? I don't know. I didn't do why, anything. Why you gotta do that? Why, why I didn't you gotta, do anything. Why you gotta be like I've, that. I mean, I found it. I went to all mail and it was there, but it's not there when it's in just the inbox. <clears throat> I don't even see it in all mail. What are you doing? Oh, there it is. Found it. <laughs> Some behind the scenes baseball going on. You assume I know how to play baseball. You assume I know what behind the scenes means. Ooh. Shots fired. That's, that's fair. Does this make sound? Make sound on the TV out there. That's it inconvenient. Does make sound over there, which is not where you want it to make nope. sound. You would like it to make sound over here. I, idly, yes. Idly? Idly. You know, that might be kind of hard to do. When you do ah, it's not plugged in. When you don't have that would explain in. that. It uh, tends to not work properly uh, if you don't plug it in. Plug it in, plug it in. Uh, there's a uh, on this side over here. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Technical difficulties. It's okay. We're professionals. We don't know what we're doing. It's all right. I'm a limo driver. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a limo driver. All right. Now let's, to lead. To oh, there's his horrible voice. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Let's turn that off. Let's turn that off real quick. <laughs> Speaking of turning it off, let's go to the Babylon B. Yes. Yes. Vitamin B. Here, Here we go. Goes. Hello and welcome. Well, thank you. To your vitamin B. 
This week in news, I guess it's news, J.K. Rowling says she always imagined the White House press secretary as a gay black woman. (laughs) From the very beginning, very first book. Kind of like how I always imagined Hermione is Hermoine. Hermoine. Anyway. It's not Hermoine, it's Hermione. Oh, yes, because because that's how British pronounce that. how letters work. Uh, in other news... <laughs> if ever you needed reason why we left the British. Pro-lifers <laughs> don't care about babies after they're born, says person who just destroyed Free Pregnancy Resource Center. Wait, this is Babylon B still, or...? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just making sure. Yes. The anti-choicers only care about people while they're still in the womb. <laughs> <laughs> Because nothing says I care about women's health than by destroying a facility that actually takes care of women's health. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of babies and violent activists, FBI sternly warns mob at Justice Kavanaugh's home to stay away from school board members' houses next door. Yes. Yes. That's where all the terrorists are. Yes, it is, obviously. Ah, on to Congress. Congress. Congress votes on bill to legalize Clinton-assisted suicides <laughs> in all 50 states. It's expected to pass easily in the Democrat majority house, after which the bill will move to the Senate chamber for final approval. Ah, good. I'm excited yes. for that. Yes. <clears throat> well, they decided if they couldn't have Roe v. Wade, they would... Go with the next best thing. Mm. Last but not least in your entertainment news, Disney inflates Doctor Strange box office numbers by including ticket sales from other universes. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't see that one coming, did (laughs) ya? It's almost like it was from somewhere else. (laughs) And this has been your Vitamin B. Decent. Yay. Right. That was, that was great. That was a oh. solid, solid delivery. Solid dose of B there. Solid dose. <clears throat> I love giving our listeners the B. <laughs> do you? I do. <laughs> do G- indeed. Good. <laughs> Because they love it, too. And I love you, random citizen. (laughs) I love you, random citizen. (laughs) That's awful. (laughs) Well, yeah, have you listened to me? (laughs) You haven't been offended yet. You haven't been listening. (laughs) It's right. That is right. Correct as usual, King Friday. First time. Speaking of first times, uh, if you haven't already, follow us on all the socials and all that jazz, except for tr- except for Truth Social, because I don't know, there's a line or something or something. <laughs> Honestly, I haven't even actually looked since it launched. I haven't either. Because I, I, I looked heard- at launched and was like, "Oh, this looks complicated," and then stopped. Yeah, same. And then I heard uh, you got to wait for 
10 million people to get on before you do. <clears throat> and then when you get on, they're still censoring stuff. So, you know, that's cool. <laughs> but otherwise, though... You were supposed to be the chosen one! Otherwise, though, we've been more active on Twitter, and so far, we've said a few controversial things, and nothing's been done about it. <laughs> so we'll take I that. I mean, I try. <laughs> really hard. I'm trying to get us banned! <laughs> and it's not working. I mean... I, yes. Yeah. I yeah. That's, yeah. I won't. I won't. Uh, I won't sugarcoat that because <laughs> somebody in our audience would eat it. Uh, <laughs> 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 not sure if you're aware, but uh, that sugar-coated crap is still crap. crap. <laughs> uh, and no, those aren't little. Boba's in it. That's corn. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's and, terrible. and funny. Terrible. <laughs> Speaking of terrible. It's one of my favorite fat jokes. Somebody once asked me if uh, the dress made them look fat, and I said, well, I'd sugarcoat it, but you'd probably eat it too. <laughs> That's that's bad. Don't don't say that. Don't don't say don't say that. They might take offense to that. They might. If they have any sense of self worth, they probably would. <laughs> uh, speaking of no sense of self worth, Democrats ready a vote to legalize abortion after McConnell says national ban is possible. so they're upset that the supreme court wants to give this power back to the states and in retaliation they're trying to permanently take it away from the states to the federal because nothing screams progressive like getting rid of power that's close to the people (laughs) and uh yeah he said uh See, this is from ABC News. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer filed cloture on Monday. Chucky Chuck. Chucky Chuck. Chucky Shoe. On a motion. <laughs> it's uh, Chucky Cheese's cousin. Chucky Cheese's cousin. Yeah. Chucky Shoe. Chucky Shoe. Um, <clears throat> on a motion to start debate on the Women's Health Protection Act, setting up the bill for a roll call vote on Wednesday, but without 60 votes needed to overcome the Senate vil- filibuster, the legislation is poised to fail, as a similar version did in February. Republicans are united against both the bill and lowering the threshold to break the Senate filibuster. Still, the vote, while largely symbolic, will force every single senator, Democrat and Republican, to go on the record on where they stand on the issue, Schumer said. Good! <laughs> Let well, us know where all of you stand on the second most uniting topic in the United States. Second most? Yeah, it's right behind voter ID. Oh, Okay. Yeah, voter ID is like 80-something percent support. and uh, Well, that makes all kinds of the senses. And uh, basically what would be a heartbeat bill time frame uh, is supported by 70-plus percent of Americans. Huh. So, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and let everybody know where you stand on this bill, by the way, would pretty much allow abortions up to and including the time of birth, if passed. And it be federal, so no matter what, the states can't have anything less than that. 
Huh. I asked my colleagues to think carefully about their choice later this week. You started out a little bit Sean Connery there. I, 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 well, I was looking at uh, Mitch McConnell's face when I started reading. So I was kind of going into my turtle mode. What? You, you dare compare me to that schlob? Wrong with you? No, that that was me catching myself and realizing it was Chuck Schumer. So it kind of transitioned real quick. Uh, transition real quick. I'm still waiting to be impressed. <laughs> Your mom, Trebek. Suck it, Trebek. Suck it, Trebek. I ask my colleagues to think carefully about their choice later this week. No more running. No more hiding. The vote will shine light on every single one of us, he said from the Senate floor on Monday afternoon. Yes, do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Get it. Ah. Bumper and Donald. Getting it. Yeah, they... It's just... It's baffling to me how they just lost their minds with not even the actual ruling coming out. It's just a rough draft. And they've all lost whatever scratch of logic was left in their minds. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. This is... You had a... Um, our resident in chief. Um, <laughs> you had him saying that uh, if if the Supreme Court follows through with this, what what happens next? Are LGBT kids not going to be allowed to go to school with straight kids? Um, how? Why? Wh- who? What? 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 <laughs> And then you had uh, some some others saying that uh, um, this will lead to states banning interracial marriages, which is kind of odd that Democrats are saying that that's what would happen because the reason why interracial marriages were banned in the first place was because Democrats introduced marriage licenses, which made it so a black person could not get married to a white person back in the 40s and 50s or whenever it was. Probably before that, actually, twenties. That sounds like a Woodrow Wilson time frame type thing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Democrats are upset that uh, their policies might come back. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I love. What other rights does the Supreme Court want to take away? Well, last I checked the Constitution, um, <clears throat> abortion's not in there. It's, uh, it's not in the uh, Constitution. It's not? No. Um, what? <clears throat> it says I have a right to liberty and pursuit of happiness. Yes, the first thing it says there, though, is you have a right to life. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to go there, you should start with, I don't know, the most important thing that's on the list, apparently. (laughs) It's it's obviously important because they put it first. first. (laughs) Uh, uh, Mitch McConnell just made it clear if the GOP takes the Senate... They could ban abortion nationwide. My opponents are all anti-choice men who would vote yes on McConnell's abortion ban. Reproductive freedom is on the ballot. I won't stop fighting to protect abortion rights. I love how they've changed pro-choice to anti-choice, like pro-life to anti-choice. 
Yeah. It's because uh, if they say pro-life, it kind of, well, if they're pro-life and you're pro-abortion, does that mean you're anti-life? So they have to change something. So they, another one they do is anti-abortion is also a thing. Ah. Uh, uh-huh. <clears throat> and, of course, they can get away with anti-choice now because, well, nobody cares about the COVID stuff anymore where they had no choice. Of course not. Why would they? Yeah. Why would they? Freaking stupid. <laughs> Freaking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, all of this uh, stuff is going to be the, uh, well, not this stuff, but the focal point of the rest of the show is going to be on the Tenth Amendment. It's apparently being missed by, I don't know, 99% of the United States. That's uh, that's the uh, right to a quick and speedy trial, right? Yes, which is why there are people (laughs) sitting in prison from the January 6th riot Uh, that have still not been charged with anything, and they're still in prison any charges against them ha yep speedy trial speedy 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 trial but before that speaking of stupid we got to get to a hot mic oh no we don't yes we That's do entirely not necessary it is it is a hundred percent necessary we just gotta just gotta do this right here why you know what i hate about being right is when I'm right six months before other people will admit that I'm right. All right, I'm done. All right, I'm done. Yes, a hot mic. Hot mic. All right, lay and, it on me. And the stupid this time for Mike to be hot about, Don Lemon. Oh, lemonade. Yes, yes. My least favorite form of beverage. Judging from that face that he's making right there has to be the screen grab (laughs) for this week. Right there. It's that one. The agony. That's it. That's it. It's the one. The sleepy. He looks like he's about ready to pucker up and kiss my ass. That's what he looks like. And the guy next to him just not caring. (laughs) The guy guy, next to him's asleep. The other dude looks like his soul has been completely crushed. (laughs) He realizes that he has done nothing worthwhile in his life and that it has culminated in his being on this episode with these two people. (laughs) I I just realized I have the CNN Chiron below my face. What, what, I, what, what have I, I done? done? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? What? <laughs> what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> All right. The infinite wisdom that is from Don Lamont in what can be described as the dying breaths of CNN. That's what the concern is, that, that it's going to, to lead to other things, that it's a slippery slope. Max, why then for conservatives um, is the Second Amendment sacrosanct, but... This one is not. The Roe v. Wade is not. Well, that's a good question, Donna. I think you're moving into a situation where the current very conservative majority on the court is going to tell states that they can essentially outlaw abortion, but they cannot do anything about people packing guns in the streets. I mean, it's a Correct. bizarre situation. It really doesn't <laughs> make a lot of logical sense. It makes it can perfect only sense. really, I think, be understood <laughs> in terms of conservative ideology, which really seems to be what the conservative majority is, is legislating on. It's not uh, It's not really the law. What they're trying to do is to exactly what they've accused liberals of doing for 50 years, which is to impose 
their political preferences from the bench at a time when, as Ron points out, they are <laughs> largely losing the popular fight in the country at large, that the, that the trends of the country are moving away from this very conservative worldview, mm -hmm. which is held primarily now by people in, in rural areas and smaller states. But those rural <laughs> areas and smaller states <laughs> essentially have a hammer lock on the Senate, on the Electoral College. Hold on, pause. Court, I figured it out. On I figured the it out. Supreme Court, which is increasing. He is bald to prevent friction when he pulls his head out of his ass for every five seconds <laughs> when he needs to talk. <laughs> it's a form of lubrication. Yes. I figured it out. Seemingly <laughs> unrepresentative of the country at large, and yet nevertheless uh, is acting in an increasingly radical and, uh, and sweeping manner uh, disregarding the lack of popular support for their decisions. And I really think this is only exacerbating the crisis of legitimacy for our government and undermining the basis of our democracy, which is something that is already happening with, you know, everything from uh, January 6th. There and it July, is. And there's so many other factors that are undermining support for our uh, institutions. And this okay. is just another one of those that okay. uh, leads me very concerned about uh, this country's future. You should be more concerned about your receding hairline. Yeah. I, because I, that you might actually understand something about. Maybe. <laughs> you think so? Maybe. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not a hair follicle specialist. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> point number one. Point one. Roe versus Wade is not uh, in the Constitution. It's not? No. It, oh, but it's, it's, it's it, not constitutional. It's settled was, law, though. No, it's not. Oh, but it, it is. It, no, but it's not. <laughs> so here's, here's the, the issue with Roe versus Wade. Roe versus Wade was always going to be a problem. Always going to be a problem. Because it is the Supreme Court legislating from the bench, which that's, doesn't work. That's what they're supposed to do, though. That's not what they're supposed to do. Oh. The, the Supreme Court exists for one reason and one reason alone, and that is to determine whether or not an existing law is constitutional or not. That is literally the only reason the Supreme Court is supposed to exist, aside from taking on cases that lower courts could not find um, good solutions to. It cannot be settled in lower courts. cannot be settled in lower courts. Yes. But the Supreme Court... Their baseline is supposed to be the Constitution. Anything that is not explicitly in the Constitution is supposed to be thrown out because it is the legislation's re responsibility to amend and adjust the Constitution as needed. Yes. However, they can't get enough of a majority to do constitutional amendments for these things. Is that so, why they stopped making amendments and now they just do a bunch of it, laws? It is. It is exactly huh. why they did huh. that. Because they can pass a law in a week and it'll take a year to get to the Supreme Court, at least. Uh -huh. If not longer to get to the Supreme Court. So they can pass things that they want to happen, put it into law and start enforcing it, forcing people to live the way they want to until it reaches the Supreme Court, and they, their hope is by the time it reaches the Supreme Court, they can simply get the Supreme Court to just let it go. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And the perfect law is gone. <laughs> anyway. 
<laughs> so that's that's the problem with Roe versus Wade. Roe versus Wade is one of the perfect examples of legislating from the bench. It is a a travesty that shouldn't have happened because it should have been kicked back to the legislature. And if the legislature wanted it to be legal, they should have passed a law to make it legal. However, the majority of people in the country do not want a free-for-all on abortion. Most of them want some form of limitation on it. They want some cutoff point. Right. You know, the heartbeat bill, uh, things like that. I, I just saw an argument somebody made about brain-dead people. Um because they're they're like, well, we can pull the plug on a brain dead person. So, you know, what what difference is it if they if they don't have cognition to kill a child? And it's like, well, they start they start collecting sensory input at, at eight weeks, at least. Yeah. Well, it, it is so. So it's their. Uh, I believe the sense of touch comes in at eight <clears throat> weeks, right? And that's the first of their their actual sensory inputs, and then it right. progresses from there, right? But that that means that their brain is functioning. They're they're interacting with their world around them, which is in the womb. They are interacting with the world around them. They have a heartbeat. They have brain function. Their brain is firing. They are collecting information. They're growing. They're they're um, expanding as a human being. And so to compare them to a brain dead person on life support is egregiously out there. A little different. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of different. Apples it's and oranges, if you will. It's a lot of different. <laughs> and yes, there there is something to be said about the argument of um, uh, a woman's body and, and um, you know, the <laughs> forcing somebody to, to contribute their, their fluids and their body and whatever to another organism. But this is literally the only instance in which this happens is pregnancy. <laughs> so so you, you can't think of it as as something that is a a common occurrence among all people. It is specifically women who have sex <laughs> unprotected. Uh-huh. Often. You know, I mean obviously protection isn't full uh isn't uh, right. uh infallible. Having whatever. sex while fertile. Having sex while fertile without any form of contraception, you know, out of wedlock, these things all lead to the situations in which people want abortions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One, a, a couple of things there they're are, saying is, we're going to do a sex strike now. Okay. Whatever, oh, whatever awesome. you do, don't do don't. what we've been advocating for the entire time. Seriously. Like, <laughs> there, there are so many <laughs> other options that should be considered before killing the child. This so is, many other options. This is going to ruin so, the hookup environment. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah that's probably a should. good thing. As it should. <laughs> it's also going to ruin the uh, single mother, single father's uh, trend. It's the darndest thing. It's the darndest thing. But no, this. so, so his, his first point here is, why is the Second Amendment more bulletproof than Roe v. Wade. Well, it's more bulletproof than Roe v. Wade because it's been a part of the Constitution since the, the founding. And the Constitution did not pass <laughs> unless that was in it. <coughs> right. <laughs> it would... So... They would not Roe agree v. Wade, to the Constitution if the first 10 amendments were not part of the Constitution. Roe v. Wade is a prime example of legislation from the bench, and the Second Amendment is 
an, an inherent part of our original constitution. So that's why the second amendment is more bulletproof than Roe v. Wade. As far as why we defend it so vehemently, it is very, very easy to tell you. Since 1973, there have been a total of 63,459,781 recorded abortions. It's amazing he has this off the top of his head for a hot mic. Oh, yes. Absolutely <laughs> astounding. I, I might have scanned the headline at one point. But this, this is an interesting rabbit hole. This is an interesting rabbit hole. And, and this isn't information that I haven't looked at before. This is... This, he I, he I knew it existed, so he went to find yeah, it. Yeah, I knew it existed, so I went and found it. So, <clears throat> um, fun, fun fact, uh, the fun peak fun? of abortions occurred in 1990 uh-huh. at 1,608,600 recorded abortions in the U.S. Uh-huh. Um, it has, has since plateaued pretty pretty harshly. It's down to about 886,677 per year. However, that 886,677 does not include <clears throat> a completely unrecorded number of abortions because of a fun little fact that me and Trevor found uh, in 1998. Uh-huh. So 1998, the CDC changed the way that they counted abortions and it dropped drastically from 1.2 million the year before to 884,000 that year. Uh, And what they did that year, the change that they made in their counting was they excluded New Hampshire and California and at least one other state every year. Something else happened in 1998. They passed a legislation that allowed uh, mail-in abortions. Well, so... (laughs) 1998, an amendment to a bill is passed that bans the FDA from using funds to test, develop, or approve any abortion drug. Right. This was June. In September of 1998, the Clinton administration opposed the amendment. In October of 1998, the ban is deleted from the bill. February of 2000, the FDA postpones approval until certain questions about the manufacturing and distribution of the drug are answered. September 28th of 2000, the drug is approved by FDA as a method of early medical abortion. Yeah, yeah. So, they can send you an abortion in the mail. Starting about 1998. Starting about 1998, which is when you start seeing a really precipitous drop in abortions. Almost as if, you know, receiving an abortion in the mail means you don't have to report an abortion. uh, It's kind of hard for hospitals to document things that don't happen at hospitals. Yeah. Or clinics or whatever. So, who knows what the actual number of abortions is? Anyway, All those back alley abortions. 886,677 deaths a year from abortion. 886,000. That we know of. That we know of. Um, so, that's 886,000 lives lost. And then if you look at firearms. The Second Amendment. The Second Amendment, 2020, had the highest rate of homicides in U.S. history. I wonder why. It didn't have anything to do with the summer of love or anything like that. Nothing. Nothing at all to do with that. (laughs) There were 21,570 homicides. 21,000 total. And that includes 
everything. That's not just firearms. That's not just firearms. There were 21,570 homicides in the U.S. Um, and uh, self-defense is also quantified in the um, homicides, usually. Yes, usually. Um, of those 21,000, uh, roughly 1,453 of them were defensive gun use. Hmm. I was right. <laughs> Self-defense is often yeah. in the homicides. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's there's usually between 1,200 to 1,500 self-defense uh, gun use deaths a year. For uh, self-defense. For self-defense, yes. yes. A, a self-defense with a gun that results in someone dying. Usually the attacker. Usually the attacker. There are between 1,200 and 1,500 per year. Okay. All right. That's a so, lot. That's a lot. Yeah, sure. Sure, that's a lot. 21,000 deaths total homicides compared to 800 and how many thousand uh, for abortion? Abortion kills way more people yeah. than homicide. Huh. Does, um, uh, for that number, though, uh, armed citizens kill around fifteen hundred criminals a year. Police officers kill. Those around, are rookie numbers. <laughs> police officers kill around six hundred and six. There's the rookie number. There's the rookie number. <laughs> American residents in self-defense, have a 2% error rate. Just the 2%, though. 2%. Yeah, you want to know what a uh, U.S. police officer's error rate is? Oh, they're professionally trained, so it's probably... Uh, yeah, it's 11%. Oh. <laughs> it is five times higher <laughs> If you're a criminal, you have residence. Better, if you're a criminal, you have a better chance with an armed citizen than you do with an armed police. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Okay, uh, moving on from that, women use guns to defend against sexual assault 200,000 times a year. Sounds like that's 200,000 abortions that are not needed. Prevented by huh. firearms. Interesting. Even. If you quantify it that way. It's like a pre-abortion yeah. abortion. <laughs> don't need to go get it if you don't need, get a reason to have it. 90% of law enforcement officers believe that legally armed citizens could reduce the number of mass shootings. Like the sheriff in Florida that now, said, if you're going to shoot him, kill him. The mass shooting, <laughs> yes, the mass shootings number is is skewed for many, many reasons. One being mass shootings often occur in highly dense populated areas where there's a lot of people, so it's harder to get to the shooter before they can kill a number of people. Also, the uh, the number of shootings that are stopped by uh, by armed citizens very rarely make it into the mass shooting category because mass shooter category requires three or more people dead. Right. And oftentimes when an armed civilian is on site at one of these potential mass shootings, the active shooter is put down before he kills more than three people. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like the guy that tried to rob a... Uh uh, Kroger or the McDonald's in Alabama? No, or? the the guy that thought it'd be a good idea to try to rob a self defense class, a, a concealed oh. carry self defense class. Yeah, yeah, okay. that didn't end well for him, especially yeah. after he attacked the cops that show up. So then, talking <laughs> talking about crimes 
that are not um, deadly or sexual in nature, citizens manage to prevent an estimated 2.5 million crimes a year. Huh. Every year, firearms prevent 400,000 life-threatening crimes. It's almost like an armed society is a polite society. Convicted felons claim that they avoid committing crimes when they think that the victim might be armed. I wonder why. <laughs> and they are less likely to enter a house where people are at home, or where people are at home, from fear of being shot. Huh. Ooh. Yeah. That's <laughs> a weird... Why would they want that? Why? They're criminals. They don't care. <laughs> if they're stealing your stuff, you should just let them take it. You think your stuff is more valuable than them? They've already decided their life is less valuable than my valuables, so we're in agreement there. <laughs> there were 1.3 million violent crimes in 2020 in the United States. Total. 1.3 million violent crimes in 2020. Huh. Including non-negligent manslaughter, murder, robbery, rape, sexual assault, and aggravated assault. Huh. Yeah. So, yeah, there's no reason to have guns. Not no, at all. No, uh, not a single good reason. There, There isn't at all a reason that we should be preventing... Oh, 200,000 to 3.5 million <laughs> events per year. Now, <laughs> because here's the other fun fact. The grand majority of crimes that are stopped by armed civilians are not reported because they do not end in a firearm discharge. So you mean even just the sight of a gun makes a guy stop committing whatever crime he was committing? Oh, and I misspoke. Not 200,000, 500,000, between 500,000 and 3 million times every year. Yeah. Hmm. It's almost as if they're uh, helpful for so, keeping society functioning. So we have, functioning. on one hand, something that we know and have recorded and openly admit kills 800,000 people a year. Uh-huh. On the other hand, we have something that the most it has ever killed in a year would be 21,000, but that number is higher, or uh, that number isn't that high because that is total homicides, not just homicides with a gun. Uh-huh. But has also prevented possible life-threatening crimes totaling between 500,000 and 3 million a year. Yeah. And we wonder why one is protected and the other's not. One is, what do you say, sacrosanct? Sacrosanct, and, yes. And the other is uh, should be thrown out? Yes. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> the last time I dug into this, there was the, uh, <clears throat> so, well, guns are involved in wars too. Okay, yeah, guns are involved in wars. Now we've sure. gone global. Now you add the global abortions. Guess what? Guns still not as bad. Even in countries. Including War, including war, guns including, are still not as bad, and including countries that do not care at all about the there, morals and values that the U.S. has. There is a reason <laughs> why eugenicists believe in abortion and they don't believe in gun control 
or they they uh, why they believe in both abortion and gun control. I should say. Let me yes, say that at, correctly at the same time. There. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's a reason why Hitler confiscated firearms from the Jews before he exterminated the Jews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's reasons for that. Anyways, <sighs> there you go. That You're was, welcome. You're welcome. That was your uh, hot mic. Oh, 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 there it is. That one. That one. Is it? Is it? You know what I hate about being right? (laughs) Is when I'm right six months before other people will admit that I'm right. All right, I'm done. Yeah, I was like right 200 years before people would admit I was right on this one. (laughs) I was right before I was even born. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all are still trying to catch up. Anyways, the 10th Amendment of the United States. The powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. The Constitution has something like 17 things that the federal government can do, and 30-some-odd things that the federal government cannot do. Outside of that, it all belongs to the states or to the people. Oh, good. So. At least that's the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah, and seeing as how. Dude, how far have we fallen? Did they even ask that? Like, the, the night and day. This is part of the Constitution. This is not even a law. I know, it's not even. How in the hell? <laughs> It's How an, in the hell? It's 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 not even a law. It's an opinion. Yeah, from the Supreme Court. From the, it's an opinion from the Supreme Court. <laughs> Our opinion is my opinion is you shut up. <laughs> yeah. So the states, the Constitution was written. So that the states have more power than the federal government. The federal government is supposed to be reliant on the states, not the states reliant on the federal government. The only time the states were to rely on the federal government was when they couldn't agree with each other on something, and so they go to court with each other, where the Supreme Court steps in and says, okay, yeah, this state's out of line according to what we see in the Constitution. This state is not out of line according to what we see in the Constitution or this person within this state is correct and this person is incorrect. Things like that. Based off of the Constitution of the United States, which includes the Declaration of Independence. California. (laughs) So we've covered California a bit before, what with their uh, shutting down nuclear plants and um, turning off oil and whatever else they do. Natural gas. Yeah. California says it needs more power to keep the lights on this summer. No, this wasn't what they said last summer or the summer before that or the summer before that or the last 20, 30 summers. No, this was May 6th, 2022. It sounds like they should buy it from other people that are actually producing it. Oh, yeah, like from Utah where they're shutting down that power plant because California said they don't want coal power powering their state anymore. So Utah's shutting down the coal power plant built specifically for powering California California because they wouldn't allow the plant to actually be in California, but they would allow it to be in Utah to pollute Utah's air, but not California's air. Well, it's about time we shut down that plant and let them die. I I mean... With all the stuff that's going on, I say we keep it running and make energy cheaper for Utahns. And then if California gets really desperate, California can pay an arm and a leg to Utah 
to get the power. (laughs) Thereby giving a tax break to Utahns. Or an energy cost break. One or the other. Or both. Or both. Both is good. Both is good. Both is good. (laughs) California officials... California energy officials on Friday issued a sober forecast for the state's electrical grid, saying it lacks sufficient capacity to keep the lights on this summer and beyond. If, if, so they're fine, so long as heat waves, wildfires, or other extreme events don't happen. (laughs) Well, since you kicked the logging industry out of California, my guess is there's going to be a wildfire, which is going to cause a heat wave. It's a good thing these things are rare in California. Oh, yeah, right? (laughs) The update from leaders from three state agencies in the office of Governor Gavin Newsom comes in response to a string of challenges with the ambitious transition away from fossil fuels, including rolling blackouts during a summer heat wave in 2020. Yes, yes, the summer heat wave of 2020, where they said, please don't charge your electric cars. It's almost as if all the things that they are pushing are completely unfeasible at this time. These SNL skits write themselves, really. (laughs) It's all right. I know how to fix their entire problem. We just need to sell them some swaddle. Swaddle? Swaddle. Swaddle. I love that we haven't explained what that is. (laughs) And I'm never going to. (laughs) Nope. That's our thing. You'll only know what it is once we find a way to properly market it and make millions of pennies. Pennies. Pesos. That's that's almost like a few hundred thousand dollars. I'm on. Oh, I'm in. <laughs> Pesos. In an online... Pre- uh, California has a, among the most aggressive climate change policies in the world. Probably the most aggressive. Including a goal of producing all of his electricity from carbon-free sources by 2045. <laughs> Good, Good luck. luck with that. <laughs> yeah, we covered that a few weeks ago. They basically have to coat the state in... Uh, um, <clears throat> solar panels to be able to power the state. <laughs> In an online briefing with reporters, the officials forecast a potential shortfall of 1,700 megawatts this year, a number that could go as high as 5,000 milliwatts <laughs> if the grid is taxed by multiple challenges that reduce available power while sending demands. So <laughs> That's only a few hundred so, acres of... So- so solar so, panels. So were. long as nothing bad happens, there's a chance we'll have 1,700 megawatts shortage. Less, a shortage. But if something bad does happen, 5,000 5, milliwatts. <laughs> yeah. If the grid is taxed by multiple challenges that reduce available power while sending demand soaring, state officials said da, 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 da. supply gaps along those lines could leave between one to four million people without power. <clears throat> Outages will only happen under extreme conditions, official caution, that will depend in part on the success of conservation measures. <laughs> only extreme conditions that never so, happen in California. All of the people we don't know in California, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> As your uh, AC and everything goes out this summer, uh, our condolences and prayers we send to you um, and our Ukrainian refugees. And our Ukrainian. 
2025, the state will still have a capacity shortfall of about 1,800 megawatts, according to officials from California Energy Commission, Public Utilities Commission, California Dependent System Operator, and Newsom's office. They also projected annual electricity rate increases of between 4 and 9%. So not only are you not going to have electricity, <laughs> it is going to perpetually cost you more. <laughs> Almost 10% more each year. year. Until yeah. 2025. <laughs> That's only three more years. That's only a 30% hike in the next three years. And let's pretend that's their lowball shortage. If everything goes well. <sighs> yeah, about that. Yeah. <laughs> their planning has been challenged as devastating wildfires have cut off transmission lines and extreme heat events and drought have hampered hydropower supplies. <laughs> It's weird that these things only just happened in California and hasn't been a thing they could plan for for the last few decades. They might be trying to screw me. Well, of course they're trying to screw you. <laughs> uh, at the same time, many solar farms and energy storage projects the state has commissioned over the last two years were delayed due to supply chain, cha supply chain challenges during the pandemic and a recent federal trade probe into solar imports. It's okay. I know I have I have a fantastic tip for everybody living in California that wants to keep their power on. There's a surefire way to make sure that your house never loses power. Move closer to Gavin Newsom's place. Yep. Or guarantee his part of the grid doesn't go down. Or closer to a hospital. Or closer to a hospital. Yeah. Yep. Or Facebook campus. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Any one of those places, you will still have power. You will still have power. Yeah. We need to make sure we have we have sufficient new resources in place and operational before we let some of these re retirements go. No. no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Said Mark. You are officially handicapped. Mark Rothletter, Chief Operating Officer at the California ISO Grid Operator. <laughs> Otherwise, we are putting ourselves potentially at risk of having insufficient capacity. Wow, he got paid to figure that out. <laughs> what are we doing? You done messed up, <laughs> He probably got paid a lot to figure that out. So, the biggest problem California is going to have apparently is wildfires. That's their biggest fear that cuts off stuff. Now, you know what I want to know? Uh-huh. So these states like California, Oregon, um, coastal, coastal, state. a lot of these coastal places with a lot of trees, uh -huh. you know, uh, a lot of them have anti-logging policies where you can only log. Yes, because it's bad for the environment. areas and you can't do. So... <clears throat> But we, we happen to, to know, studies have proven, that uh, logging actually helps reduce wildfires because they remove, you know, excess trees. What? And since it's, you know, a big part of their company and they would kind of go out of business if there are no longer any trees, they're kind of... You know, they, they have some, some self-interest in <laughs> keeping trees around. 
you know, there's you know, this weird thing with these greedy weird. big companies. It's, it's interesting. Is in order for them to continue to be greedy big money corporations, they have to continually have a supply of the thing that makes yeah, them Yeah, exactly. Greedy. And there's there's <laughs> been a, a a statistic just absolute surprise, you know, since since they put in these anti-logging policies that wildfires have increased exponentially since uh, they stopped allowing logging in different areas. What I want to know is these increased wildfires, how much um, greenhouse pollution do they, they put into the atmosphere? You know, since these states are trying to be... You, you, <laughs> Green. They're trying to reduce their carbon they're emissions. They're trying to reduce their carbon emissions by so they make allowing their state to catch fire every year because <laughs> they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And release untold amounts of carbon into the atmosphere. I'm just saying. Just so saying. much so much carbon that when California is on fire, all it of... It fills Utah. It fills Utah, Idaho, Colorado. With smoke. <laughs> With smoke. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We greatly appreciate it. You know what else we would really appreciate? If you guys would learn a little bit of land conservation and uh, the ability to actually maintain a proper environment. Just saying. I mean. So, I remember seeing a thing that the Amazon rainforest is growing as opposed to shrinking, like we've been told. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, well, there were all those fires in the Amazon uh-huh. last yeah. year. Uh-huh. Not the forest, the actual, um, what was that, state, country, whatever. Brazil? Yeah, well, no, no, there's actually a location in Brazil called... Amazon. The, called Amazon, oh. yeah. And, uh, and so there was a big thing last year about the Amazon being on fire, but it wasn't like the rainforest wasn't on fire. It was actually like the country was on fire and they they kept putting it up as this big like oh <clears throat> it's going to cause so much harm to the forests it wasn't the forest that was on fire it was the country uh, anyway. yes yes yeah uh yeah oh the amazon rainforest now emitting more co2 than it absorbs <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> Yeah, I can't find the thing, uh, but that's hilarious. <laughs> it's a state. Um, the Amazon is, is a state in Brazil. In Brazil, <clears throat> in the sense. northwestern corner of the country. I'm guessing where the bulk of the Amazon forest is, probably. I don't. I don't actually know. Oh, okay. I, I'm not that familiar with Brazilian. You, uh, you did fail the geography thing. I last did. Week, I did so. fail the. Ge- I just don't care about maps. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) Some people don't have maps. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I have Google Maps. That's That's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so seeing that made me start thinking, I wonder what it costs to fight a wildfire, to put out a wildfire, as opposed to not having a wildfire, a, pre, a preemptive burn, if you will, a prescribed burn, sometimes they're called. <sighs> um, 
or a controlled burn, however they word it wherever you are. But uh, it was actually kind of hard to find how much it actually costs to fight fires because it does vary depending on the fire location and all this stuff and the amount of people needed to actually get in there and fight it and if they need aircraft or not, all blah, blah, blah. But <clears throat> a good average seems to be... Uh, uh, let's see, let's see, per federal acre. A good average seems to be floating somewhere in the neighborhood of probably about 800 bucks an acre to fight a fire. Mm. Six to 800. This is back in 2013, the data I have here. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure that's only gone down since then <clears throat> to fight fires. Uh, yeah, that's six to 800 an acre to fight, uh, a wildfire on federal land. And good thing California doesn't have very much federal land or any Western state. Um, but what's the cost to do a control burn? Well, according to uh, this uh, Democrat councilman, county person, I don't know, in Tennessee, uh, about 20 bucks an acre to do a control burn. Huh, really? Other things I saw had it as high as $100 an acre for a controlled burn, depending on access and materials needed and all that stuff. Huh. So uh, California is saving the environment by spending $800 plus an acre to put out the fire that's put in a, <laughs> put in a lot of uh, stuff, as opposed to spending 20 to $100 an acre to not have a giant fire to fight. fight. Huh. Well, well then, well fine then, and and on top of that, ruining like we said the lives of neighboring states because the smoke always blows in from California. It doesn't blow out over the ocean because they're cool like that. Sharing is caring, right? Yeah, especially yes. herpes. Especially herpes. <laughs> Why is it herpes and not his peas? Because he doesn't eat his peas. He throws them away and lets the dog eat them. <laughs> There's jokes there that... Uh, <laughs> not good. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Stop it. Get some help. So, so this train of thought got me thinking... Oh, no. There's a train. Yes. A very uh, not good for the environment train because it runs on steam and coal. Ooh. That's my kind of train. Old school. The coal train? Old reliable coal train. Um, if, if that's the cost difference in uh, fighting versus preventing, how much, how much money could a state actually save um, to do that? And how much federal money goes to states versus how much federal money leaves a state and things like that. That's, so that, that's kind of where I went. So uh, the first thing there is just tax revenue by state from the Wikipedias. And the link goes to a nice Excel sheet of the yes, exact same thing. Very, very nice. Very, very, very nice. Great success. Yeah. The, uh, 
California pays out in federal taxes $472 million. $472 million thousand dollars. Oh, $472 million. Oh, wow. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a that's a few millions. In fact, it's uh it's in the billions there. Trillions. Yes, that would that, that would be billions. Four hundred and seventy-two billion dollars. Nice. Good for them. Yes. At the bottom of the list is uh it's got Puerto Rico, but Vermont is the last state. And they're doing uh Four billion. Yeah, in uh, federal taxes. Four four point five billion in federal taxes. Yeah, <clears throat> Utah is uh, kind of towards the bottom half there with uh, twenty four billion, twenty four point three billion, where we reside. <clears throat> so that's uh, that's federal income tax and all that other kind of federal related. So taxes. total taxes collected is three point five trillion dollars, which year. is. About right for you go to the debt clock. That's pretty close to what the income for the thing says. Yeah. So how much of that goes back to the states? Oh, all of it, right? (laughs) (laughs) He said, (laughs) oh, hey, (laughs) boo-boo. We got a picnic basket. So uh, um, federal funding versus state income it's this really nice chart from balance everything that shows the state income so how much the state collected in taxes um and then the funding from the federal government that went in and how much uh per dollar so the dollar so the state collects uh, the state collects whatever amount divided by the federal amount or vice versa i don't know i missed that lesson in class you missed that lesson yeah um and then the federal funding per resident of the state is uh is there and (laughs) california is almost balanced out perfectly it's one dollar so for every dollar they send out they get one dollar of federal funding for for every dollar that they collect as a state is matched almost exactly by federal funds. Just ever so slightly more. <laughs> and it, it comes out to $12 per resident of federal funds. Half of the state's budget is federal in California. <laughs> Why do they have a problem there, I wonder? Hmm. Um, <clears throat> New York is another one where uh, it's pretty close, where the state state collects more than they receive federally, but they end up uh, with negative $1,792 per resident in, Cal- in New York in federal funds. Someplace like uh, Utah. Where's Utah? Utah is almost dollar for dollar. We have an extremely smaller budget <laughs> than California. Um, dollar for cents for every dollar we s- the state collects, they receive a dollar for cents from the federal government. That doesn't have anything to do with the amount of federal lands that's there. I'm sure. I'm sure. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and at the bottom of this thing, it tries to point out that it's uh, most uh, red states are the bulk that are receiving uh, federal funds versus blue states. To which, again, you look at how much federal land is in the state of New York. Not a whole lot. How much federal land is in the state of Utah? A lot. <laughs> ah. Ooh. Uh, the federal aid is fun. <laughs> Mouse stopped working. There we go. Uh, federal aid. Yes, the federal aid. Uh, what is TANF and MOE? Um, I don't know. Uh, give me two seconds. Let's see if I can find it. I don't see it. Anyways, uh, so state like California, um, they receive uh, crud way too much. Six six billion dollars, right? Am I reading that right? In uh, a T A N F and M O E assistance, whatever. Uh, T A N F is temporary assistance for needy families. Ah. Uh, and where were you looking? M O E assistance. M O E is 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 was. Is. assistance MOE I don't see an actual definition Ministry of Education Ministry of Education that's <laughs> Singapore <laughs> we'll roll with it <laughs> but then they also receive uh, 11 million in uh, Medicaid and all that stuff and then SNAP recipients, 10,000 SNAP recipients per 100,000 residents. So, yeah, a lot of uh, federal federal cheese going around places like that. Um, most of the states are just swallowed up in federal funds, helping to pay for state stuff. And then dependency on government business by state. California... Uh, 3,183,251,000,000, I guess, is all that. So, am I reading that right? So, if it's got an M on there, do I add four zeros? Three zeros, I mean? Um, an M? Yeah, it's 3 million whatever M. Oh, no, that would be... So am I adding three zeros or f six zeros? I think that's 6,593,000 if you're looking at the California one. On a dependency on government business. Uh, scroll on... scroll down a little further. A little further. A little further down. Uh, let's see. You're 3,183,251. Million. Million. Uh, it's already in the million. And it's saying million. I would think that that's just a straight number because the next one down says 50.5 billion with a B. Right, but then above that is 372,000 million. It's in the 100,000s with a million. 
<laughs> and it's so much bigger. Like the bar goes so much further across. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure how you're supposed to. Read Anyways, that one. California is extremely dependent dependent on government jobs. <laughs> is is the point? <laughs> it's extremely dependent on government jobs. And then, uh, yeah, <clears throat> it, it's ah. Uh, so, uh, and that. Uh, the next thing I have is a thing that breaks it down by state on what's... Uh, <clears throat> oh, so it's $3.18 billion. Oh, good. Yeah, so that is... that is, um, So that, that 3, $3,183,251 is supposed to be $3,183,251,000. Because they couldn't just do it like they did the other ones and keep it consistent. No, not at all. Balance everything. You're sham. Travis sham mockery. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> yeah. The ne- the next thing on there is a uh, um, breakdown of by state of where they actually get everything of the source of the taxes, and then it adds the government aid to that. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. Where is California, California, California. There you are. Income tax. California collects from its citizens an income tax 180. I believe that's in the millions. 180,000, 100,000 million. 100. So 1 billion? 1 billion dollars. 100 billion? We're good at this. Yeah. <laughs> it would help if they were consistent with their number. Well, this is an entirely different thing. Um, times, what did I say? Thousand? Millions. Oh, that's a big number. $100 billion. From yep, one hundred. Hi, California collects one hundred billion dollars in income tax for itself, and then those people are paying federal income tax on top of that. <laughs> so all in all, across the entire United States, the uh, states themselves um, collect. Two seven oh five uh ninety nine niner uh collect two point seven trillion dollars in revenue just for themselves. And then the United States has uh federal government as a whole collects three trillion. So five six trillion dollars of taxes floating around the United States. Half of that being to the states themselves and the other half going to the federal government as a whole. <clears throat> so uh, kind of playing off of the old episode we did, is that the beginning of this year? The, uh, if we oh. only had a budget? Uh, might have been the end of last year. Something like that. <clears throat> but uh, um, 
MOE stands for maintenance of eligibility, I believe. It's a Medicaid thing. Oh, okay. That makes sense, I guess. Shut it down. (laughs) (laughs) Is it an alphabet agency? Yes. Shut it down. Um, Yes, this this got me thinking on the uh, uh, budget stuff. So states are supposed to have more of the power on... What goes on, blah, blah, blah. Federal government is just supposed to be there to make sure the states are protected from foreign entities and to make sure they play nice with each other. That's it. That's the gist of the federal government. So if we had our flat tax thing going on at at the uh, state level and then the states paid taxes or whatever to the federal government, There's $6 trillion just right there. We could condense, send out somewhere else. And you'd probably actually get a tax cut because most of the states don't actually need all that money because they themselves have all their own alphabet agencies that they can do away with or cut down extremely, (laughs) among other things. And I also started thinking, um, if... Well, the federal government needs all this money because they have the military. They do. They do. But the federal government is not supposed to have a standing army. So the only thing the federal government actually is supposed to have is a navy. That's the only thing prescribed to the federal government is to have a navy to protect the oceans and the shores from foreign entities. <clears throat> and uh, I, would, I would argue for the Air Force in that one. Right. By extension... It would be uh, the Marines, which are part of the Navy, and the Air Force. Um, <clears throat> but like we've stated before, the largest Air Force in the world is the United States. The second largest Air Force in the world is the Navy. So <laughs> if you have the Navy protecting its shores, it's you kind of have it all in one right there. <laughs> Generally speaking. Kind of. Kind of. <clears throat> um. But outside of that, um, if you go back in history, uh, like the Civil War, for example, you had all these regiments that joined up with the uh, Union forces and Confederate forces and all that stuff. And you'd hear stories about the Massachusetts 54th Regiment or whatever and things like that. And they still kind of have that in uh, today's military. It's just not as prominent. It's like the 101st Airborne you just know them as the 101st Airborne. It's not whatever state they're based in, 101st Airborne. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it would imply that there are 101 airborne units in that state, which there are not. <laughs> so if uh, states suddenly had more of their own money from their own citizens, could the states not just have a well-regulated militia to... Uh, Offer for the proper defense. <laughs> Probably you'd you would have uh, the coastal states that uh, specialize in um, naval type warfare or marine type things, and you'd have the interstates that are a little more proficient in air force or army type things. 
And then you'd have the southern states, which are basically the Viet Cong. Uh huh. The do alls. <laughs> the getter duns. <laughs> but yeah, I was just seeing all this. I was like, holy crap. There's a lot of federal waste just going to the states. So much waste. And a, a bulk of that isn't just, you know, federal department. It's not like going to the FBI or whatever. It's just going to those states to pay for, oh, you're, you're uh, adding another lane to that freeway. We'll send you some money to help you build that freeway bigger. We don't need the money. Yeah, but we'll send it to you. Okay, okay, but what if we don't take it? Then you won't receive that money, and you might not receive it later when you need it. I guess we'll take it then. Good, 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 good. Hey, since you took that, the speed limit can't be above this number. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a great program you have with that state education you've got going there. Would you like some funds to help improve that? Sure, that sounds great. Excellent. Hey, now that you've taken those federal funds, these are the things that you have to do. Oh, what if we don't want to do that? Then you might not receive federal funds in the future. Uh, uh. See, it's a little backwards from how it's supposed to be set up. Just a little bit. A little bit. A little uh, bit backwards. The, the joys of federalism is the federal government is supposed to be the pauper begging, can I have some oil from the uh, states? And the states are supposed to be, <laughs> can you have some oil? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Um, and it's kind of reflected in congressional pay over time as well. Um, if I can find, yes. Um, so, uh, it used, when we first started our uh, government, the salary was $6 per diem. So uh, you were paid $6 for each time that you showed up for congressional duties. And, oh, the season, and the season was only a few months long, so you wouldn't get paid a whole lot. That's equivalent to about 130 bucks today. Um, and, then, uh, and then they kind of changed that uh, a little bit to $6 for representatives, $7 for senators. They gave themselves a little raise. Um, but it's also worth less at that time because early seven, the uh, late 18th century was not economically well, apparently, for a new country. <laughs> it gets, it's uh, $130, $91, $107, 87 <clears throat> and, then, uh, and then it was changed to a annual pay of $1,500 in 1815, which was about $21,000. And then they went back to per diem. Uh, for a while, and then back up in 1855, they were paid $3,000 per year. And then they decided, hey, that's a good idea, and it's been per year ever since, and about every five, ten years, they gave themselves a raise. Oh, they actually gave themselves a cut in 1874. 
Wow. Yeah, it went up, it went up, it went up, it went up until... Uh, holy crap. Where'd it go? There it is. 1977, they were paid $57,500 per annum per year, which is about $245,000 today. Wow. By comparison, they are paid $174,000 per year today. So, <laughs> they, they done did good. Um, yeah. Yeah, they keep giving themselves raises, and they ended up, well, they had to switch it to uh, annual because, well, <laughs> we're just there all year round working for you, the people being servants for you. So we need to give ourselves raise as servants for you to, uh, last I checked, servants don't get to decide when they get a raise. I don't know. Maybe I'm just misinterpreting what servant means. Ah. <laughs> uh, That's Yo. it. That's Yo. that's uh, that that's a bit of my rabbit hole of just finding out how stupid <laughs> backwards our system is. <laughs> yeah, but if we follow the Tenth Amendment, mm, it might be a little better. In fact, it would be absolutely hundred percent better. Two hundred percent better. I'll see it and double it, triple it. That's it. That's all I got. That's all you got? That's all I got. Well, all right then. Do you have any words of wisdom? Don't put Twinkies on your pizza. Let it be. Don't squat with your spurs on. <laughs> squat with your spurs on. <laughs> Science! <laughs> and watch out for that swaddle. Yep. Gotta love the swaddle. You don't want a mouthful of that. Nope. <laughs> it just lingers. and ah, Not even a little bit. Bad. It's bad. <laughs> you can taste it, can't you? You can taste it. <laughs> All right. Well, like, subscribe, do the things. All share. The things. Share, share, share. Get us out there a little more. Yeah. Do do the fun stuff. Yeah. And uh, and uh, don't be afraid to be offensive. Yep. Because, uh, well... People don't really learn things if they're not offended every once in a while. True. <laughs> True dat. Yep. <gasps> Bye. Bye. Just be something it that is. Might handy be for you. something nice to have. Swaddle. <laughs> Don't forget to hit up your local Sensi dealer today.
be even better if we can get uh, one of those Fabio types. <laughs> Just film the first reaction of him spritzing it on himself. Fabio. Oh, oh. <laughs> the best part is we'll get a candid reaction because we'll just get some of that fart spray. <laughs> it's our new cologne. Here, try this. Squirts it on himself. <laughs> great. I think yeah, it's so great it brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> Uh, don't throw that away. We can use that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, indeed, indeed, indubitably, indub, indub. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> now that we got our swaddle, we have our swether, swather, 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 swather. Sure, there's others. I'm sure there is. Swear. <laughs> just, just, just wow. Wow. <laughs> just wow. <laughs> just put it in your swear jar so you can get some later. <laughs> swear jar. Called, uh, some new <clears throat> brand of air gel. <laughs> <laughs> you know that leather chair you've been sitting in for a decade? <laughs> we pulled all the dust and grime off of it. Congealed it into a concoction of no, all the amazing uh, grip. All the uh, bean dip that you've eaten <laughs> while sitting in that chair. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Okay, that's you know what's you know what's fun? You know what's really fun? What? Is I did the clap sync before I started recording. So, so, yeah, there it is. Now we're synced. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hey, I only had to reset all of the settings for this thing. Hey, that's all right. And download it fresh on top. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But. Did you die? But did you die? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm going to be. You're going to be. Going to be. Boy, you better tell me you are ready before I hit this button. Well, you can push the button. I should be ready by the time that's done. Oh, okay, fine. 